Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Rock and Talk with Dak. Though there have been other events going on recently, something that I'm going to touch on on Monday's episode, it is Pride Month. So for the next few Fridays, I'm going to be picking out a couple LGBT music icons, trying for one older and one a little bit younger, and give a brief bi biographical overview of their life, I guess, and talk about how they've impacted the LGBT community. There's no real reasoning or science to how I've chosen the duos. They're just artists that I think would be cool to talk about. Obviously, there are way too many to go through uh, across just four episodes, so I'll be adding some of those other artists to my Song of the Day on Instagram. Uh, without further ado, let's get into it. I'm going to start this mini-series with a heavy hitter, the rocket man himself, Sir Elton John. If you're a fan of music at all, you know his work. Titular Rocket Man, Crocodile Rock, Tiny Dancer, The Bitch is Back, the list goes on. Throughout the 70s alone, his most prolific period, I believe, he had 25 top 40, 16 top 10, and 6 number 1 hits. That's quite the body of work for a humble guy from Essex. You may also remember his fashion choices, from $40,000 glasses to a sequin baseball uniform. Elton made a statement every time he was on stage. You may think his outfits may have looked a little too good, and you'd be right. <laughs> Up until his passing in 97, Gianni Versace actually designed many of Elton's clothes, as well as many other music icons. However, Elton's life wasn't all the glitz and glamour that we see with his uh, outfits. Like many of us, he battled his demons, especially those of cocaine and alcohol abuse, and he actually tried to retire in 1977 after coming out as bisexual the year prior. When he returned to music in the 80s, you could tell that he just wasn't the same guy that was singing the hits like Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. He was battling himself, trying to find happiness again. Along came the 90s, and Elton relieved himself of those demons, and he turned a new stone. He lost weight, got clean, and founded the Elton John's AIDS Foundation in 1992. He has since continued his music career, currently on his farewell tour, and has been happily married to his husband of over 20 years and has two kids. Something that I find really fascinating about his music is that, at least my first big dive into his music, uh, it was in the late 2000s, and it was a Greatest Hits compilation. And when I started to actually look at where these songs come from, uh, from his career, it's like from every single one of his albums. I don't think many of his albums had more than two hits. So it's been a really fun experience to listen to an entire album of his, where you may only know one or two songs at most. And my favorite album of his is one that's been handed down to me from my mom, and that's the double album Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. I'm going to say from talking about it too much, because I think it deserves its own episode. From the artwork to the gatefold, to the music, it is a true masterpiece. Our other musician for the day is best known for her first smash hit single, Fast Car, from 1988. I'm of course talking about Tracy Chapman. While she was growing up in Cleveland in the, in the 60s, she bore witness to the racial segregation that was sweeping the nation during the time. She threw herself into her studies to find solitude and escape. Her dedication to music and learning led her to Tufts University in Massachusetts, where she was awarded a full scholarship. There she began to write and perform her own music, eventually leading to a record deal at just 22 years old. 
In this opportunity, her self-titled debut album, A Personal and Politically Charged Journey, was born. She wound up winning three Grammys for her work on the album, including a Grammy for Fast Car, as well as many other awards. She commands the, st the stage when she performs, often playing just her and her signature acoustic guitar. Though Chapman has since recorded another seven studio albums, she remains very private about her life and has actually never publicly come out, but she continues to be an advocate for gender, racial, and LGBT equality. I remember hearing Fast Car before, but I think the first time that I really knew anything about Chapman was actually from my grandma, who had her first album on CD. I think it was one of the first times I, well, at least I started to understand that greatness can come from anywhere, regardless of your skin color, your sexual identity, or where you came from. Fight for what's yours, you work hard at it, and you will find a way through. And Tracy showed that. I hope you all enjoyed these brief dips into the lives of two very profound musicians. Through each of their respective creative methods, Elton John and Tracy Chapman both have created music that will continue to inspire generations to come, and they continue to stand up for what's right. Alrighty, everyone. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, or Spotify. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a rating, follow me, or spread the word. It all helps. And a huge thanks to your continued support. Uh, have a great weekend, and tune in next Friday for another edition.